You're now listening to Off the Collar, powered by Backswing Golf Events. Good morning and welcome to another installment of Off the Collar, our new working title over here, powered by Backswing Golf Events. It's your host, Nick Johnson. We have a new segment that we're going to bring to you guys uh, every Wednesday here that I'm going to be calling our morning scroll save you guys the effort of going through your instagram don't want you guys getting in trouble at work while you're listening to our podcast let us tell you what happened in the world of golf and we got a big one this week uh the the thing that came out this morning the pga tour dp world tour and live golf are going to be merging uh i'll get into some more details but the golf world is basically on fire this morning uh but before i get too far into that i wanted to go over some of the stories over the weekend uh first off victor hovland winning at the memorial in dramatic fashion in a playoff against denny mccarthy uh give you guys a little bit of a play-by-play if you didn't have a chance to watch it over the weekend but basically Denny McCarthy has a one-shot lead going into the final hole, needs to make a par to secure his, uh, I think it's his second or third victory. Either way, need need to get it closed out and just couldn't do it. Hits his drive into the left, left rough, pretty thick rough this week. These guys were struggling all week long with the conditions. Has to just hack it out to advance it as much as he could. Couldn't get up and down. Actually had to make about a four and five footer. Uh, just to get into the playoff, sneaks that one in. They go into the playoff, and you could pretty much see that, and it, it happens a lot when momentum just kind of drifts out of somebody's control. Uh, Denny McCarthy hits a, his drive in the playoff, probably overcompensating for what he did in regulation, but flares it out to the right into some pretty thick rough. Same story, has to just advance it as much as he can and doesn't get up and down. Victor Hovland, two putts from about 30 feet. Had to make about a three-footer, which I honestly didn't think was going to go in the hole, but he obviously knows his game a little bit better than I do and uh, walked it in and uh, took home the the victory, got to shake Jack's hand uh, at the end. Now, it's funny how how golf is. I uh, remember watching it on Thursday, just kind of, you know, watching golf in the background and seeing Victor Hovland basically duff a chip off the green. And I was like, well, he's out of, out of the tournament. Well, the next thing you know, he, he wins the whole thing. You know, uh, I, I feel for Denny McCarthy. He, he'll definitely have a solid career. He's got an amazing short game. He's known for his putting, just needs a few things to go his way. He's knocked on the door a few times recently. Uh, you keep seeing his name pop up on leaderboards, but, uh, this one will definitely sting because it was definitely his tournament to uh, to win or lose. Uh, Victor might be able to give him some t- some pointers as well. He's been knocking on the door seemingly all year, uh, had a few leads at uh, the beginning of the year, and this was probably the last way he expected to, to get a victory, but I'm sure he will take it and run. Uh, the guy has an amazing ability uh, to just kind of shrug anything off and – He's an amazing ball striker. He needs that putter to get hot once in a while, as we all do. Uh, but I think he's starting to learn that he doesn't need to do anything fancy. Just keep hanging around, and something good will happen for him. 
I imagine he's going to have a lot of success in the next couple of months. Few majors that are going to set up really well for him. Uh, LACC is a, a ball striking golf course, so you know I think he is going to be very tough to beat with this just added confidence that he's going to get. And I just I love the guy in terms of his overall character. He doesn't strike me as a guy that you know plays for fame and fortune. He just wants to give it his all and and see what happens. And uh, you know. I really admire the guy for that. He was also seen um, Monday caddying after his his win, caddying for his former teammate in a U.S. Open qualifier. It's named the longest day in golf for a reason. 36 holes. I believe there was probably a dozen different sites throughout the country uh, where guys are trying to qualify for the U.S. Open. I've done it a few times, whether playing or on the bag. It's a grind. Uh, 36 holes just in general is a long day. You're you're basically up at the crack of dawn and you play until the sun goes down. So, you know, kudos to him for I'm sure he didn't get a whole lot of sleep, but that just shows how much character he has as a person um, that he's willing to be there for his friend and, and former teammate. It's, it's really quite admirable. Uh, now going a little bit off topic, uh, but still on the PJ Tour side, Scotty Scheffler, what an amazing story he's been the last couple of years. Just kind of came out of nowhere and started winning. And, you know, I honestly didn't think he would stick to his winning ways because it is so hard to keep winning out on tour. But he had uh, an actually pretty successful week in terms of his placement. He got a top five, but statistically one of the probably weirder weeks he's ever had. He was number one in strokes gained uh, T to green. He was last in strokes game putting. So that just shows he can win on tour with his B or C game. Uh, and when he does get that putter hot, he's basically untouchable. So another guy that kind of, I think has figured out, he doesn't need to do anything special either. Just keep hanging around. Um, you know, he's, he's a great match play player because of his short game. I think a short game is a little bit underrated. They don't talk about it enough. We'll see how his career pans out. Uh, I'm curious to see how long he can keep that fancy footwork of his. If you haven't seen it, he has a quite the interesting follow through. His feet are basically never planted on the ground, but he makes it work. Obviously, he's he's the best player in the world right now. Um, so very very cool in terms of what he's been able to do over the last couple of years. Uh, basically, seemingly out of nowhere. So. Uh, some in some other news on the LPGA side, Rose Zhang had won her LPGA debut, also in dramatic fashion, uh, in a playoff. She's had an incredible last couple of weeks, winning the national championship as an individual for Stanford, uh, and then a couple weeks later, going out in her first pro debut and you know and winning it, like I said, in dr in dramatic fashion. Uh, I think she's got a really bright future. I think it's great for the LPGA and for the game. I'm curious to see what happens in terms of her expectations. It's uh, it's an old story where you, you see players get a lot of early success, uh, which builds a lot of expectation, and it's hard to 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 stay with those expectations 
um, and and stay to, true to yourself. Uh, it's it's you know all of a sudden she's a, a a viral celebrity. She was on Good Morning America, I believe, yesterday. Um, you know she's going on a, a what's seemingly a media tour for a major championship, and you know she's just barely getting started, literally just getting started. So we'll see what happens there. She's got uh, a good head on her shoulders, so I think she'll be just fine. But I've always been concerned when you see early, early success. Uh, you, you've seen it with, you know, Keegan Bradley was one of those guys who, who started out hot and, and kind of fell away. He's, he's coming back a little bit now. John Daly was another one uh, who basically – disappeared after he he won a couple of majors early in his career uh and and even with with david duvall he wanted to become number one so badly and once he got there that was pretty much it for him uh you didn't see much of him after the fact he's made a solid career as as an announcer uh as a commentator but in terms of golf he's basically not even you know in the conversation very much anymore so uh Going back a little bit, and and uh, I'll get into the live story here. But Tiger was uh, was seen in crutches, catting for his son Charlie this week. Uh, good to see him out on the course. I don't know how long he's going to be able to keep doing this. I mean, the guy's turned into a bionic man at this point. Um, even if it's not just the physicality part of it, mentally, and I've gone through injuries. I can't imagine how much strain it's been on him mentally. You just, it's, it just sucks to be injured and wanting to, you know, do the things that you love. And he's been dealing with it for a better part of a decade, um, probably longer than that. So, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen with him. It, it's, it's definitely something that I see his career being cut short. Uh, I don't know where he's going to be in terms of Champions Tour in, in a couple years. I mean, he can ride in a cart, which is fine, I suppose. But I think he's going to get bored, if you want my honest opinion. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't see the upside for him. I think he can still play some PGA Tour events uh, to get, you know, he'll still play in the majors, obviously, uh, to get his competitive juices flowing. But I think... At some point, he's going to have to decide whether he wants to compete or he wants to spend more time with his family. Um, and, you know, his body's just going to going to give out eventually, unfortunately. So let's get into the live golf conversation. So basically what happened today, uh, which has gotten a lot of, from what I've seen this morning, a lot of negative press from the players on the PGA Tour uh, and kind of snarky-ish remarks, I would say, from the, the live golf uh, players. So I'll, I'll read real quick the little excerpt that came out from Jay Monahan, uh, the commissioner of the PGA Tour. And this was a letter that got sent out to uh, the PGA Tour members today. So, uh, today is a momentous day for your organization and the game of golf as a whole. The PGA Tour, your tour, is leading the formation of a new commercial entity to unify golf, one that 
sees the end of the disruption and distraction that has divided the men's professional game for better part of three years. Uh, through a framework agreement, the public investment fund, which is basically the, the fund for the live tour, uh, is contributing its golf-related commercial business and rights, including live golf, along with a significant financial investment towards minority equity ownership of a new collectively held for-profit LLC. This new entity named to be determined will also include the PGA Tour's commercial business and rights, as well as those of the DP World Tour. So uh, in layman's term, in my understanding, what seems to have happened is either the PGA Tour or Live Golf or the DP World Tour or a combination, all three, were just tired of the three years of litigation and rightfully so. I don't think it would have benefited really anybody uh, to a significant degree. I think it was more noise than anything else. Um, I am definitely concerned on what this is going to mean in the future in terms of basically separating the tours. I don't know how they're going to do this. The basic premise originally was if you went to live, your your paycheck was going through the roof. You were playing less golf. They have less events. Uh, it was team a team format. You know, I don't know how they're going to integrate that into the PGA Tour realm, whether it's going to be, you know, designated events that each each tour will have that each player will, you know, need to play in. That in combination with the world golf ranking, there's a lot of question marks here that I don't think are going to be ironed out anytime soon. I think if we've seen anything with mergers in other sports, uh, changing other sports, I'm going to estimate this is going to be a shit show before it is put together in a way that makes sense, not only for all the players involved, but for the audience. I think it's going to be really, really confusing. Um, while it's definitely great for the game of golf, for them to put their squabble behind and join together, what it seems like from this message is the agreement was the litigations would be taken away and, and closed uh, with a caveat that basically the live tour is going to be paying for this merger from my understanding. The other part of this that was definitely concerning is they are going to be putting um, the commissioner of the live golf or the president of live golf onto the board of the PGA tour. So his name, and I'm probably going to butcher this, uh, Al Rumian, who's going to sit as a chairman and he, and Jay Monahan makes it very clear that he's going to be the chief executive officer of this LLC merger that they're going to go through. Again, this is very, very early on. It's gotten a lot of heat from players out there. I think it's super confusing to the PGA Tour players who have been told for three years that they're not going to be a part of this live golf conversation. And then all of a sudden, it's all one entity. I don't know how it's going to work out. I think it's 
everything's boded well the last couple of years in terms of getting more prize money for uh, both tours. It's a little surprising to me how quickly they were able to just get these players more money. Um, I think I was looking at a stat the other day of Ricky Fowler's season this year versus last year. And the season's like halfway, not even halfway. And he's made more money this year than he did all of last year. Uh, and he hasn't, you know, you know, taken it with a grain of salt. He had a terrible year last year. But the fact that he's basically able to make more money in less than half a season and he hasn't even had a win yet. I mean, he's had a way better season. I'm really happy for the guy, but it's super strange to me how they were able to just flip a switch and all of a sudden these guys make more money, um, which, you know, might be why this had to come about. I don't, I obviously won't know all the details on it. Uh, the one thing I really am not a super big fan of is how smug Phil Mickelson is with anything that has to do with live golf these days. The guy's more or less fallen off the planet in terms of being a front face for the PGA tour for golf. Um, and you know, I, I still, it makes me think of it as like an, I told you so type of mentality with him. And I don't, I don't like that side of him. I don't like that side of anybody, to be honest. I think it, it, it pulls away from the opportunity we have with this merger. Uh, we'll see what, what comes out of it, but I think it's going to, like I said, cause a lot of drama over the next uh, couple of years to see how they do this and merging both, both leagues. I mean, it's, if I'm going to make a prediction, I would say they stick with what they're currently doing and just allow basically the live golf players to play in, in stuff like the Ryder cup in more PGA tour events. Um, Cause they can see the PGA tour sees that the players bring value. I don't see it being a case where they start throwing PGA tour members onto live golf events. I don't think there's an infrastructure there for it yet. So, um, and I don't know how it's going to play out for the live guys who were promised a bunch of money as they signed and had to give up a lot of things over the last couple of years. And then all of a sudden they're right back on to the PJ tour. I, I, again, we'll see how it comes up. I'm sure this will be a topic we talk about for a long time. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this installment of Morning Scroll. We do have an episode coming out Friday with Stephanie Valentine. Uh, Rachel Jones will be on there with me. So it'll be a fun one here this week. Be sure to follow us on um, Instagram at Off the Collar. Also, full episodes will be now on YouTube. Um, Spotify will be fully audio. So if you want to watch the full video, go to YouTube audio on Spotify and on Apple Music. Uh, we will see you guys in the next installment. I'm going to go play some golf. We'll see you later. This has been Off the Collar, powered by Backswing Golf Events.